Hello. Welcome to the ship show. We are working about 26 seconds till we go live on the YouTube. Thank you for being here. And if you're listening on the podcast, I appreciate your face. I love you. My name is Shipwreck. I'll be your host. We're going to talk about Maxine Waters today. Because why not? Everybody else is talking about her. We should probably talk about her too. And we're going live here. In just, I need a theme song. This is ridiculous. Two, one, and it is showtime. You are now live. Woo! Look at that. It's got even a little cover on it. That's about my, my webcam for you and the podcast. Good morning. Ladies and gentlemen, good morning and welcome to the ship show. Doubling Glenn and Jennifer, Kelly, Dana, and Bait. Is it B8? B8S Scrub? Good morning. Good morning and welcome to the ship show. My name is Shipwreck and I'll be your host. And today we're going to talk about Maxine Waters because not enough people are talking about Maxine Waters and obviously the, you know, George Floyd thing. Good morning. We got five, six. We're working on it. We're going to wait for some more people to come in. I need some music. This is just crazy. I can't do this without, I need to figure that out. Like I need an old school boom box or something. So we got music playing. Hi, Farmbrook and Sorrow. Good morning. Sorry, do you have a wrench by your name? I keep forgetting. Kelly and Michelle, good morning. And Arlene, good morning. It's good to see you. LW, hello. Welcome to the live. Welcome to the morning live. So that's it. So the plan is to do a morning live on Wednesdays and a morning live on Fridays. But we are not doing a morning live this Friday. This Friday night at 7 o'clock Central Standard Time, we're going to have Batty come on and she's going to talk a little bit about why she... Does what she does, and I'm going to let her throw out her new account because she's down on TikTok again. Hello, B family. Good morning, Lorray. Good morning, Ray. And Sorrow, good. Okay, Texas Ginger, good morning. Welcome to the ship show. Ship show. Ship show. Hey there, Angela Powell, good morning. AM Conservative 17, I got you. Good morning, Kelly and Lorray. Good morning, everybody. So what is everybody's feelings on the verdict? Okay, we talk, I went live on Instagram for a little bit with Matt yesterday to talk about when they announced the verdict and to talk a little bit about the thoughts on the verdict of George Floyd. And then in the middle, good morning, uh, is it Stephen? Good morning, Stephen and conservative Cajun. Tom Lynn, good morning. Kim, good morning. And James, good morning. Um, we talked about it a little bit. Then my dog got out and I had to cut the live short. She got out through the fence. Our fence, good morning. Our fence is old and it's like bowing. And so she finds these little, like, weak spots in the fence, and she manages to sneagle her way through it. So I finally had enough. I have somebody coming out to give us an estimate on a new fence uh, next week. So good morning, Crystal. Yes, you are catching the live. Welcome to the live. The only right thing that the verdict did is to starve, to stave off the riots, murder two, and, and manslaughter be maybe. I think, yeah, absolutely. I think Chauvin is a piece of crap. I think he needs to be held accountable in some way, shape, or form. And, you know, and I think it needs to be the full extent of the law. But I absolutely agree that they were, um, that there was some kind of jury intimidation. And, and I mean, they we had talked about, too, why they didn't move this trial from Minnesota to somewhere else. But realistically, where else are they going to go? Everybody knew about this. This was a huge deal. Um, <clears throat> the verdict, now Chavin can win his appeal. And so, yeah, let's talk about that a little bit. So I would read that, and I would read the comments from the judge, um, and he had kind of stated the same thing. He's like, thanks to Maxine Waters, now 
This gives him a really good leg to stand on when it comes to his appeal. Um, so when that has, so we're going to do this all over again, right? Good morning, Jamal. You did find me. Was it the screenshots? Did that help you out? I got, I have a uh, podcast too, Jamal, if you don't want to watch. So you just got to go to my link tree. Um, what, I don't watch TV, so, well, we watched, so I watched it live on Newsmax. Everybody was kind of live and waiting for the, the verdict to come out. Um, in Minnesota, obviously, things went real south. I saw some news going on last night about some different things happening in Minneapolis and St. Paul um, when it comes to just people just being rowdy. Um, everyone like and share. Thank you. <laughs> um, so just being rowdy. And the, the problem with the appeal now is we're going to do this all over again, right? And so... It's weird that Maxine Waters got on a plane to fly herself all the way out there just to make those kind of comments. You would think she would know better. So if the appeal comes up and he appeals and he gets off, like who are, are they going to come after Maxine Waters then at that point? Do you know what I'm saying? Because I mean, I've been involved in law uh, and on the wrong side, obviously, in my past enough to know that to know enough not to say things when, is it time to stir the pot yet? We're talking about, we're talking about George Floyd. That's what we're talking about. We're not talking about any pot stirring stuff right now. We can if you want to. TikTok pot stirring stuff. Uh, good morning, Double Line Glenn. It's good to see you. Thanks for coming to the live. So I don't know. And so then we're going to do this all over again. So they'll appeal and then everybody will wait for the appeal. And then if they get him on, then they're going to... They're, yeah, James, exactly. They're going to go after the cops again. This is going to be like a whole nother thing. So I don't understand if like that was Maxine's. I can't believe she's that dumb that she would come in and say something like that without some kind of intention behind it. Um, did they take your post about GF down or did you remove it? GF. I don't know who that is. Who's GF? Could you be my girlfriend? I don't even know what posts are up and what posts are down anymore. Yeah, Double N Glenn's totally a real person. He's been with me since before Clapper. He's got the magnificent beard. Did you? Oh, no. Okay. Yes. So I had done a duet um, talking about the, the, the verdict that was coming, essentially, is what I did. And as soon as that duet went up, I started getting all of these blank accounts coming in. And following me. And then all of a sudden I started having all these problems trying to get my videos to to upload after that. After about an hour. And like it was weird. Like the video kept blinking. And so I made it friends only for a while. And then I actually then ended up taking it down. And once I took it down and I went through and I did like a vet through all of my followers. Everything kind of settled out again. Um, good morning Amy Dollar. So yes be family. I asked yes. Double Line Glenn is very real. Uh, I remember the phone running around. I thought someone, someone's phone they found. I don't know. Yeah. So I ended up, I actually, I ended up taking that video down and then it, it stopped. And so I wondered if you guys remember when like the debates happened. And for those of you who were with me on Sunken Shipwreck, we went live during the debates and it was the uh, debates with Trump and, um, I get into one with some blank account. It was the debates with Trump and Biden. It was like the first one, I think, when, when Trump came out and he was all fired up. And when that happened, and I was live and we were streaming on TikTok and everything was good. And then five minutes after that live stream end, I went down. And 
I think what had happened was they there's like these group of people that they'll go and look for and they'll then they'll just mass report just to take them down. And so I have to be if I want to protect the account, I have to be kind of careful. Um, I don't really care about the account. I just I, I, I wanted my video. I want my videos to grow up the, to, to go. I want them to go. TikTok, I'm a peacock. You got to let me fly. Hi there, Texan. How are you? Welcome to the welcome to the podcast, to the live. This is the solo live that I do during the week. So it's just me, usually. Um, I've been trying to talk him to come on and tell us his story. I got to work something out, but we're going to have Batty on on Friday. Good morning, Brooke. Uh, I'm on Clapper, but my phone is on TikTok. Methany McKinners. <laughs> we're not talking about Methany. Um, I don't do, I, I'm not on Clapper, but apparently I'm still on Clapper. I get sent videos all the time of people calling me out on Clapper. And I'm not anywhere close. I'm not, I haven't even, I'm not on Clapper. I'm not going back to Clapper. I've, I'm not even, I'm not going to fight with Clapper. Like, I'll fight with TikTok all day long, but I'm not going to fight with Clapper. Uh, Bethany, yeah, we know who that is. I'll play with my hair all I want. Hi, Heather the Artist. How are you? It's good to see you. Thanks for being here. Uh, I'm amazed by your ambitious ideas. I'm so glad to finally get TikTok and you are a blessing. I appreciate that, James. We are branching out out from the TikTok thing. I mean, TikTok isn't the end-all, be-all. And I've got a lot of... Um, we pissed off a lot of people on the TikTok. And so we're realistically not going to be able to stay any on TikTok that, and, uh, for any lengthy amount of time. Um, as soon as they figure out who I am, or as soon as they figure out where our account is, they will come in and they mass report it and it goes down. And I'm, I don't know who's, I know who's doing it, but it doesn't matter. Um, so we got John E. McGurk here. Hi, Johnny McGurk. It's good to see you. And so back to the, the whole George Floyd thing. And so if he appeals and he wins, I mean, that almost falls onto Maxine Waters and the words that she stated. And it's just interesting. It's interesting that she would make that kind of a comment. She would make that kind of a mistake. Do you know what I mean? Um, we, I think we all knew at some point that he was going to be held. Hi, Tina. It's good to see you that Chavin was going to be held accountable. But now he's set up for probably the best, I mean, appeal. He's probably going to get off once that appeal comes up. There's many other platforms for our truth. Yeah, there's platforms all over the place. Like I said, we're branching out here a little bit. I have to be careful on YouTube um, because they have keywords that you, like Axine Vey is one of them, that will flag. And then they come and they check your account. And um, She thinks she is untouchable. I don't know who she is. Are we still on the TikTok drama? We don't talk about TikTok drama here. Well, yes, we do sometimes. We can talk about that one. So she knows, oh, we're talking about, oh, I see. You're talking about, um, what's her name? Maxine Waters. She knows she will never be accountable. She won't. And so we did the petition. So the, what's her name? Did a petition. Okay. The, the Jewish laser beam lady <laughs> that sits on, <laughs> that sits on Congress. She came in and she started a petition and she sent it out and we all know. And then there was comments and I think Texan, if you're still in here, you know, and you were right. I mean, and I'm not. You were right. Those The petitions, they don't really do much. And we look at the Gavin Newsom, but it did bring to light exactly how many people hate Gavin Newsom. And I think if you, yes, Marjorie Taylor Greene, I think if, even if nothing happens, even if he never gets unseated, that's over 2 million people that took a minute out of their day 
to sign a petition because they hate you. I mean, I don't know. It may never happen, but there's, I don't know. Sign it. We'll just show her we hate her. Double N Glenn, when are you coming back to Clapper? I'm never coming back to Clapper. When they give me my salad for giving them the Clapper coin idea. What a bunch of jerks. They banned me, and then they're like, look at the Clapper coins. And I'm like, hey, I got this email. Remember when I sent you that email saying, hey, you should do Clapper coins. And then that way people, it's like a Patreon. Get up, get, Clapper, Clapper, stay fucked for all I care. All my kids have an email, and they all sign that petition. Yeah, it's just basically a, the petition is just something for, for people to unite over. That's what it is. And when you think of California and you think of Newsom, and like anytime I've ever talked to anybody from California and we've talked about Newsom, they brought up the petition. They can unite over it. It's something that they can have and something that they can, they can blow up. It's something that they feel like they can do. Will it do anything? I don't know. And you never know. It might. It just freaking might. But if it doesn't, that's over 2 million people that hate that dude. If we could get this petition for Maxine Waters over 2 million people, some, I mean, it's going to get noticed. Um, screw Clapper. Amen. I'm so mad at Clapper. Yeah. Double on Glenn. I don't know if you know this, but Too Furious and I already went rounds on TikTok. I signed the petition. Yeah, I signed it. I sent it out in a video and I think I've copied and pasted the link in the comments about a thousand times because when you comment it, it gets lost in the rest of the comments. And if it's not like the top comment, um, at least we tried. Yeah, I can sleep better. And that's that's about all we can do. At least we tried. So I started this telegram and I, I gave all of these, anybody that was interested in getting involved at a local level but didn't know how, I invited into this telegram channel to send them the information and to kind of talk about. And like I've got Mr. Libertarian in there and he sends the drafts and he sends the petitions and he lets people know how they can help and what they can do and who they need to call and, and how many times they need to call and who they can complain to. Um, and you know, and that's something, I mean, will it help? Will it, will all of the phone calls do anything? I don't know. Maybe not, but at least we tried, you know what I mean? Uh, Amy, you'll have to get into me on a DM. It's a link invite only guns blazing. It's guns a blazing Texan. It's guns a blazing. Goodness gracious. Two for thinks also thinks he won that round on TikTok. Well, he blocked me. You can't, you can't win a round on TikTok when you make a clap back and then block the person so they can't see it. Like that's, that's, see, he's, is he participation trophy generation? I, you can't do, that's not winning. Winning is having 10 different accounts because you're not going to freaking block anybody, essentially. I blocked a few people when I first came back, but there's no point in doing it. It just, they just come at you from another account. He's a rat hunter. Uh, he can get fucked too. I think he works for the FBI. I don't know if he does. I doubt it. He's, I doubt it. He's funny because his whole platform started with the Q movement on TikTok. Well, I don't know. I don't know if on TikTok before Clapper, but his early days on Clapper was all about the quell, the, the alphabet movement. That's, he was getting all of his intel from the same place that all those other people were getting their intel from. But now he's like out here bashing them and it's just crazy. Uh, you can DM me. No, TikTok, I can't DM. It's going to have to be Instagram. Or you can go to my Buy Me a Cup of Coffee site, which is in the comments below, and you can DM me there. You don't have to subscribe or anything, I don't think, to DM me. Um, but I think you can leave comments on the public posts that I've made, and, and I can give you the link there. 
Uh, you can't keep the ship down? No. His early days on TikTok were about Q. That's what's crazy is it's, I, I don't understand why they get so fired up about it. You know what I mean? And, and it's, it, some conservatives out there, they think it, it, it tarnishes the conservative name. But realistically, like, it's just the way that people think. I'm not a conservative. I'm not a liberal. I'm not, I'm a me. I mean, I'm a me. I looked into the movement and there are some parts that absolutely make some sense because old man shipwreck talked about some of these things when I was younger. And so I'm like, well, this is like, and it goes way back. Um, yeah, we fell for that moment. We can't speak of. Well, I don't know if you know that we fell for it. I mean, we kept saying, take this stuff with a grain of salt. And if we know about it, everybody knows about it. So some of that stuff was not legit. But there's, it's, it's interesting when you start looking back at the history of all of it. Not even that, but it, what it does is it takes you back into history and like history lessons. And then you start talking about like the cornerstones of Congress and how they went up missing. And you talk about, and it's all that kind of mysterious C type stuff. And there's aliens involved. But now like the aliens is like mainstream media news and nobody cares. Nobody cares. We take every, yeah, we take everything with a grain of salt. It's just like, I still watch CNN doubling, Glenn. I don't like them, but I will catch them every now and again. Because if they say something that's like, well, that doesn't make any sense. Then that tells me I need to go look something up in context. And that's more of what Batty's going to talk about on Friday is how she takes her information and goes and finds it in context and how she kind of decides for herself what happened and then gives her own opinion. Um, I didn't even know about it until January 6th. Well, and I, we had, it's only free speech when it's their speech. Yeah, that's, you know, nobody gets free speech. We are talking about, yeah, those groups. And we were never part of the group, but we did talk about it a lot. And because at the time it was like the hot thing to talk about. It was the news and they were expelling everybody. And it was just, now they're like a cult. And it's just like, you don't even know what a cult is. You can't call us a cult. Anybody a cult. Like, they call all conservatives a cult because of Trump. You can't call somebody a cult when you obviously don't know the definition of a cult. Like, everybody walking around here in masks looks more cult-like to me than any conservative. I, <laughs> I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, just because your cult leader is Dr. Fauci and our cult leader is Donald Trump doesn't make you any less of a not cult member. Uh, they waited too long to release the aliens and we don't give a shit. That's just insane. That's insane. They just wait. Yeah, now it's just like, uh, uh, those people are all over Twitter. And they, I don't do Twitter. I don't know. Um, I also do watch Fiat. Yeah, because you, you've got to watch everything from everybody's perspective. And then you've got to take that information with that same perspective, with your own perspective. And that's why I think when you watch any kind of news, and this even goes like to Fox or Newsmax or anything, if they're not live, if they're just talking about what happened, they're only talking about their interpretation of events. And regardless, and, and it depends on which way they lean as far as politics go, which way they lean, which way they, that's the context to which they're going to talk about the event. It's pretty hard to find somebody who's going to talk about an event that's going to just talk about what happened and not talk about it with some kind of side-leaning, uh, I don't know, context. Yeah, Batty is going to be here on Friday. Mm -hmm. 
But she and and Batty and I and we're gonna kind of talk again a little bit, and I'm I gotta do a dry run with her either today or tomorrow, so she kind of knows how to do this. Um, we I'm gonna bring her on, but I'm gonna she's gonna stay kind of talk a lot about just how to look at information and where you can find things in context, and then how she's gonna talk a lot about that. Excuse me, but Mason wasn't going to wake on that matter. Those people got no clue until one of their family. Well, and that's, I don't think the Mormons are a cult. I know a bunch of Mormons and they're not. But if you get up into that older Mormon generation, then that, yeah, it gets kind of at odd. Uh, I am in a cult consignment for a lifetime cult. Well, and it isn't even like the Trump supporters anymore. They're just, all conservatives are apparently a part of this cult. But it's like cult members don't question their leader. Like, and that's literally all we do. And that's literally that whole alphabet movement. That's, that's literally all it was, was questioning what was going on and then trying to put it into context. And then there was like this secret page that was, and I don't know, like we had talked a lot about it, but we'd never really believed it. <laughs> we weren't sure. Cause like I said, if they know, then how does like the Democrats not know? And I think we always kind of led with that mentality. But it did open the door to some very interesting stuff. Uh, I love Batty. She really makes you... Batty, I think, is she's younger than me, but not by much. She's in her late 20s. Yeah, she's in her late 20s. Um, she does. She makes you think. She can put things together and make you think. And she'll take what CNN says and then side-by-side side it with what actually happened. And so that you have to... You're forced to see it, whether you like it or not. Um this agenda is how spreading in a corporate world and HR. We're not getting warnings from HR. Thinking, well, it's now beat scrub. Now that's not new. So they said that for those on the podcast, they're talking about how we're getting warnings from HR about thinking before we post. And I'm, I'm not thinking that you're saying this about social media. That's not new. And I'm kind of interested in the fact that people think it's new. And so before I stayed home with my kids, I used to work for a telecommunications company and we, and we were decently sized and I was a sales manager there. But as when I moved up from being like a union covered rep or whatever, and then went into training and then went into the management portion of it and then on and on. And I went into marketing. Um, after that, it was like, we would get these notes. You couldn't do anything on social media. We couldn't post anything that was obviously bashing the company. You don't want anyone to, to bash the company. But I couldn't. You couldn't post anything political or even slightly political because it, it, it was a reflection on the company. So that's not new. I don't know. It's not really an agenda. That's a company thing. And you do need to think before you post. You do, and and that's right or left. If you're going to go on and talk about, you know, being a three percenter on Facebook and you are working for this company and somebody sees that and takes it as a threat and they'll call your company, um, you've got to be careful. And I don't agree with the, the doxing doctor or anything of that crap on TikTok and how she called that hospital and had all million of her people call the hospital. I don't agree with any of that, but there is a little bit of responsibility that goes back to that nurse too. And although it blew up and everything, if you're a nurse and you're going to come out here and you're going to make content like that and you're going to speak on things like that, you have to be well aware that there are going to be repercussions from that. And they could trickle down into your workplace. That's different, though. The left is freely promoting their agendas. Well, it's not really different. It's always been that way. It's always been that way. 
I mean, you, it, it just favors that side right now. That's all it is. It favors the left. Um, is still running her yapping. I know she is. I'm like living, like I've moved on. Like I've moved on. When that little piece of news from that bullshit blog came out about her and then the nurse and then they called me the nurse and I'm like, I'm not a nurse. You don't even, you're not even getting this right. Like I'm like, yeah, okay, we're all done with this. She made the video, she took the videos down and I was done with it. But I, she is, she, she that's like four counts ago. Uh, start thinking for myself. And Kim, I think that maybe if you took anything from the movement and maybe it was that. Because I think it woke a lot of people up to how left-leaning the mainstream media was. And I think it woke a lot of people up to how, how to do that. How to, how to not focus so much on the headlines and actually go and look for context. Uh, there's always consequences to your actions and I completely agree with you. I do too. Like if I, here's the thing is when I made the decide, the decision, <laughs> but being a stay-at-home mom is not all it's cracked up to be. I'm just going to throw that out there. I mean... It's just, it's, I, these kids, uh, if you were fit, you're not a very, yeah, you don't even, you can't even federal government, any kind of government, you probably shouldn't be saying anything. Um, my company has been firing people for social media posts since last summer. I, you know, this goes way before this too. I had, I worked with people who got fired over social media posts. We had a rep who came in and he, um, posted on like Facebook about his daughter and how she was terminally ill. And he was, he was getting all kinds of like money lives. I think this may have been back before GoFundMe was even a big deal, but the story had gotten to our work. And so everybody got together and we had bake sales for this kid and his daughter was really sick and she was in the hospital and they were in the hospital with her and we were sending cards and sending money. And we had this whole thing like raised over a thousand dollars for this kid. And it turned out that he didn't even have custody of his kid. She wasn't sick. She wasn't dead. Like he was just, and we fired him because of it. I mean, obviously that's extreme, but you, you have to be, this isn't the subject, but what is your opinion on Candace Owens? Just curious. I can get back to that in just a second. I'm, I'm on, I'm on track here. Um, <laughs> you've got to be really careful. Like I, when I decided to come out and I decided to start doing this and doing this very public way, kind of decided I, it was just, it just kind of happened. But I knew that I had to make this work because if I was going to keep this going, then I probably, I'm everywhere. Like I'm everybody here getting any kind of position here. I know right now would be a stretch at any kind of job. It just would be a stretch. And because of all the posts that I have, because of the YouTube channel, because of, um, it, it would be pretty tough to find a job and say, Hey, look, I've got all of this out here. This is my opinion. Here's all the people that hate me. Yes, they could potentially mass call you and tell you what a piece of crap I am and just waste a whole bunch of your time. I'm sorry. Hire me, please. You know, what am I going to say? And so when I decided to do this, I had to be all in. And it's kind of scary because if anything were to happen, like with Mr. Shipwreck's job, you know, then we're kind of like, <clears throat> but we're careful, uh, careful enough financially. Um, so Candace Owens, I, I like her. I haven't seen much of her lately, but I do like her. I don't know that she'd be a good president. I think she'd make a great press secretary. Um, I know she'd talked about running for president at one point in time. I don't know that she's presidential material. Um, 
I think I think she would make an amazing press secretary, though. She knows her shit. She can dig things up. She's not afraid to say what she needs to say, and she's not afraid to stand up for what's right. Um, she reminds me of, like Kaylee McEnany. Um, happened with Huck. My name is out there too. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, the whole stuff with Huck. Yeah. Huck, I mean, that sucked. Um, there's some conservatives who would hire me. They'd have to be, I've got, I got a group of people that hate my guts and they will find out and they, I mean, they just have to be aware. That's all. So I know I do. I like her a lot. I just don't know that she is presidential material. I, I would really like to see if we were going to see somebody run in 2024, um, that wasn't, you know, Trump or anything like that. I would really like to see Noam. I think Christy Noam would do a really good job. And I think the governor DeSantis of Florida would do a really good job. I'd like to see one of those two. I don't know what happened with Huck necessarily. I just know the rumors that I heard. Um, she would be an awesome press secretary. I really do think she would be an awesome. She has a show on the Daily Wire. I think she would be an awesome press secretary. And I think that, but I, as far as like, like Sierra says, she says, I don't trust Candace Owens. That's why I, I it's not that I don't trust her. I just don't know that she is experienced enough to be able to run maybe like a VP or like some kind of job in the White House possibly, but I don't know about her being. Um, and some more scary times, I believe we do need more prominent voices that won't continue. But yeah, and Lady Cherry Bomb, we do. We do need more people to start stepping up and standing up and speaking their truth and speaking for what they believe in. And that's kind of how we're going to win. The problem with doing that is, is there is a lot to sacrifice. <laughs> there is sacrifice that comes with this. And, and you're kind of seeing it now. Um, there's, people are insane. And I can, I can tell you firsthand that people are just, if, if you get in their craw enough and they really don't like you or they really believe that you're loud enough to be able to make change and you're loud enough to where people would follow you, it's, it's, I'm not ready to give up DeSantis yet. Um, she ran a doxing website. Yeah, I don't know about that, I guess. Uh, Governor Abbott is trying to run. I will not vote for him in the primary. Really? I didn't know that. He's going to run for president? Uh, Trump wasn't experienced but knowledgeable. Maybe, and maybe that was it. I just, Trump, but he was a good businessman. It kind of reminds me of the My Pillow guy. Now, I like Trump and I like the way he is. I like his sarcasm and I like the way that he um, kind of, what was I going to say? I like the way that he trolled the media and stuff like that. But Candace Owens, I just, I just don't, not for president. Mm -mm. Like I said, I think she, she needs a little experience in that kind of a role. I think she'd be a really good governor, maybe for, maybe not governor, maybe assistant governor. Um, just something a little more, I don't know. I just don't, I just don't see it. Um, even if you only help pass flyers out. Yeah, and that's kind of our voice and our movement, Katie, is we are trying to get everybody involved in their local government. We're trying to get everybody the information that they need to get involved in their local government because a lot of people don't know where to go. And like when I started, I had Mr. Libertarian who was like, hey, if you really want, and he just kind of came out of nowhere on TikTok, kind of. And he's like, if you really want to get involved, you need to become a committeeman. And I'm like, I don't even know what that means because I'm just like over here smacking trolls around on TikTok. 
And he's like, well, this is what a committeeman is and this is kind of how it works. And so I'm like, okay, well, so I Googled and ducked up, go to a bunch of things. And I eventually found our county's GOP website. And so I sent a couple emails to like, I sent an email to like the, the person that does the website. And then I sent a couple emails to like our local representatives. So it'd be our county representatives. I knew them from when I went down to the Trump bus thing. So I kind of knew who they were. Um, and then they finally called me back after like a week to invite me to this meeting. And I went and it was really interesting. Um, experience in politics means playing the corruption game. <laughs> so, uh, I don't see Owens. I Maybe she, and she could do presidency maybe when she's a little bit older. Maybe when she's got some of that kind of representative, you know, maybe like, I, and I don't know what Candace has done. I don't know like her background in anything. So I don't know what she's done, but like if some, if she held some kind of elected official office of some sort, like there's no way I'm going to run for president. Like I'm just not going to do that, but I'm interested in running for like, like our board, our County committee meeting or running for like a state seat or something like that. Um, just to see if, if nothing, maybe even not to win, but if nothing, just to learn the process a little bit better. Um, uh, I did a duet with your Maxine post. Yeah, it's probably because it's been reported a whole bunch of times. It happens. It seems experience in politics means playing the corruption game. It does. I mean, you got to smile and you got to play the game, but there's, there's ways that you can do it. And in order to get in, you got to kind of play the game, but, it, and you got to know people, but... Once you're in, I mean, then it's kind of on you. And I think that's where a lot of people cave once they're in. Splits us, splits us, our opinions, and our vote. Yeah, if, if Candace, because not everybody is on board with Candace Owens. Um, my locals might shoot me down because of the stigmas, fail me, female. But there's a lot of females speaking now, so I have hope. Yeah, our locals were full of an older boomer generation. Like when I went to this meeting, that's all that was there except for this one campaign manager. And I reached out to her a couple days ago. I sent her an email with my link tree. Um, and to see if I could meet with her, I wanted to see if I could get her on here so that she could talk a little bit about her, her experience. She's been a campaign manager. I think like the last three elections for different people. And so, um, Unpopular opinion. I don't think a female can run our country. I think we're too emotional. Um, but you know, I've thought that too. I'm not, and I'm not going to lie because like my own self, that's the reason I don't carry. Like I don't have my concealed to carry and I don't carry is because I, I am fully aware that I am not emotional, but I am, I'm, what do you call it? I'm reactive. Like there'd be a lot of flat tires from people that cut me off. So, and I'm well aware of that. And I think that's the reason that I don't do it. Um, maybe the average Joe is a good thing in politics. I think a female will be one day president, but I don't expect one in my lifetime. I don't know. Uh, actually wants me to work. We'll see you later, Sheila. My GOP is begging for the younger generation to get involved. We have a lot of older ones. So that's what I noticed at this meeting is that it's, it was all, they were all very boomer generation, very boomer, like considerably older than I was. I was the youngest person there, um, and they had, and we talked about this before, but they, they took a vote on whether or not they were going to use this email, mass email system. And while they're taking this vote, I'm like bouncing between three different apps because I'm getting banned on TikTok and I'm like here and I'm like there. And 
I'm like, what do you mean I'm going to vote on this? What do you like? Because they were afraid that it was going to be too hard to use and too complicated and da 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 da. And I'm like, man, sign me up. Like, where where do I? I'll just give just give just give it to me. I'll, I'll make it's fine. I'll make it happen. Um, Lori, I'm a boomer. <laughs> that these might have been older than you, Lori, though. Like boom, like they were definitely elder. And I don't. And it's not a bad thing, but I'm saying that the younger generation. They don't go to these things. They need to start getting involved. If they're going to come out here and they're going to complain about the way, and this goes for any liberals too. If you're going to come out here and you're going to complain about the way that things are going, taking to the streets and marching and burning down buildings or or getting on TikTok and complaining is not the way to do it. You need to knuckle down and, and start going to these meetings at your local level or realistically, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear about it anymore. I don't want to hear any more about it from the the liberal chick on TikTok. She's out here screaming about Biden. And I don't want to hear, I don't want to hear about Biden anymore. This isn't about Biden. This is about what's going on at your your state and your level and your county. Um to release the cross. We are I am an I'm not yeah I'm not emotional but I have I I do I'm not really emotional when it comes to stuff like that. But I think that you have kind of a point there. Um, women have, and it's just genetics. And, and I'm not knocking women. This isn't some kind of like anti-feminism thing. This It's genetics. I mean, women, I, I know this enough to know that like hormones and your monthlies and all of that stuff plays a, plays a very significant role in the way that you think and the way that you act and the way that you react to situations, which I think is probably the most important uh, my local GOP are all silver haired folks too. It's hard to get younger people in because they go on. It's not because they're all over TikTok. Do you know what I'm saying? They're just not doing it the right way. And so they're all distracted with TikTok and they're all distracted with the federal stuff. And because that's what hits mainstream media, that's the rallies and the, we need to vote and the, but all of these little meetings that actually make the difference, they don't advertise them and they don't, they don't. They're not cool. They're held in the, in the basement of your carpet store. They're held in the basements of your churches. You know, but big decisions are made during these meetings. Like TikTok is not involved. They are. That's what I'm saying. TikTok is not involved. YouTube is not involved. Like we use these tools to educate and we use these tools to to tell people that, you know, this is how it kind of is. But when it comes right down to it, if you don't get out of your house and go to these meetings and vote, you're not going to change anything. This is the whole reason that we, our schools in this county or in this district are not going to teach critical race theory is because of that meeting. Because we voted no. Like, that's huge. Like, that that was, I'm like, why is this, why are there not more people here? Like, this this is pretty important. This is our kids. This is, this is Generation Alpha. Like, why, why is this not, why, why are there not more than 20 people? And all of these people who have children who are grown adults, why are their children not here? Like, what is happening? Um, the local meetings is where it's done, at, but nobody knows that because they don't advertise it, for one. For two, it's not cool. It's not, it's not the cool, like, rallies, and it's not the cool, um, whatever it is that Kamala and Biden, the movements, it's, it's, they're done in the basements of your community. Uh, I organized a Trump's parade back in October and went from Mercer County to Scott County and I rode 200 vehicles 
And that's when I got involved. My GOP said, yeah, we did the tractor parades like here. I don't know. I didn't really get involved. I don't have a tractor. But if you want to start spotting on social media is actually going to make a difference. But unless there's actually an action with it, there will be no, no, there will be no impact made. And sometimes, you know, and that's, we talked about that yesterday with the Maxine Waters and the, um, the petition. Do I think it's going to make a difference? No. But does it give people something? It does. And does it maybe, the hope is that it maybe it, it's enough for them to get involved even at the slightest. And, and to start, you know, and even like the letter writing. And I think a lot of people, they don't write their, their, their senators, their congressmen. They don't write their local GOP members. They don't write any of these people. They don't call any of these people because they don't think it's going to make a difference. And maybe it does and maybe it doesn't. I don't know. I have not seen it make a difference. But I can tell you, if you want to get involved, you need to go to these meetings. If you want to see change where you are, you need to go to these meetings. If you want to have critical race theory come into your school, if that's what you want, you need to go to these meetings and you need to vote it in because that's, that's what's going to stop it. So if we voted critical race theory out of our county and then we send a letter, we send a letter to the governor, to the state, and then all of the counties and all of the whatever you call them, not the districts, they call them something else. But then they all send their letters and then the state is like, okay, so these are the counties that are going to do it. These are the counties that are not going to do it. And then that kind of it gives which way the state's going to lean when it comes to stuff like this. It's crazy. So many community groups are political. Um, let's see. Even if you write and say, I'm pissed off and mad about it, do it. Yeah, if you have a minute to take a TikTok video and make a TikTok about how pissed off you are that things are going on, fine. Do your TikTok video, click the copy link, and put it in an email and send it to your representative. Will they watch it? I don't know. Will it make a difference? I don't know. But if you've got time to do that, then you've got time to do this. So that somebody sees it. The only reason that the RX racist lady and I blew up on TikTok is because I reached out to every person I could fucking find in her town saying, hey, listen, you know this is going on. Like every person that I thought could step in and do something from her police department, from her local news. And it all kind of blew up in my face because the local news, that yeah, they, they, they sent it to another thing and then they made a whole article about it basically praising her and knocking us. And I'm like, okay, well, at least it's out there. I mean, what are you going to do? We have to put the fear of these politicians not being reelected back into their eyes. They are too comfortable. Um, I, don't, I guess maybe I think I missed. I went on a rant and I may have missed another comment. Check out National Write Your Congressman. It's a huge resource. So I did. Um, Kat sent me that and she said it was from you. I have that website. I should probably do a video on it. I will do a video on it. And you can do it. You should do a video on it too. Because that's how we get the information out there. And then we do stuff like these lives. And I do stuff like, like I have the telegram. Because the telegram is for people who, they don't really know how to write the emails. And they don't really know who to send them to. And so everybody is working together in this telegram. And they send what they sent. And then that way people can kind of copy and paste. And then they can just change it to however they want it. And then they can send it to their township. Or their people. So the townships is a different thing. I don't know about the townships. Old man shipwreck lived in a township and he was the township treasurer. And I don't know. I still to this day don't know what they did. I, I, I think it's different. I think a township is going to be more like a, um, 
like a precinct. Uh, what if your county is huge? Would it make a difference to go then? Our county here is like the fourth or fifth biggest county in Iowa. And 20 people showed up to this meeting. So if your county is huge, okay, so let's say you have a huge county. Let's say it's blue. Let's say, let's say you have a blue county in a red state or you have a blue county in a blue state and you go to one of these meetings and it's huge. But I'll bet you dollars to donuts. If you go to one of these meetings, you'll maybe get 20 or 30 people to show up. So if you can get enough like-minded people to come with you to do these votes, that's where the change is. And they don't advertise them. You have to you have to email your local GOP or call your local GOP office and say, hey, I want to start going to these committee meetings. Can you tell me when they are? Because, yeah, you have to go and you have to have your voice be heard. But I think people are intimidated by it because they think that they're going to be, because they see it on TV. You see it on TV, right? You see all these big meetings in, in the Congress and they're on the floor. It's not like this at all. It's in your basement. And it's, it's an hour long. And they come in and you just sit in the back. You don't have to say anything. You don't even have to vote. You don't have to vote yay or nay. You can just sit in the back and learn. You don't have to go as a Republican. You don't have to go as a Democrat. Just learn. Just sit and watch. Yes, because our big cities are never going to change from blue if red doesn't. Yes, that's how it is. Christina is exactly right. You can complain about being in a blue state all day long. But in a blue county, but if you're not going to these meetings and getting your red people to go to these blue meetings, it's going to stay blue because the only the blue people are going to show up. And that's why they don't advertise it here. And it's the same thing with my county. So we're a red county. So technically, I probably didn't even have to go because most of the the majority of the people that were there were Republican. So they were going to vote the way that I believe it should have gone anyway. However, I've got a lot of people in this county that probably would have liked to have seen critical race theory in our schools. And had they gone to that meeting and voted nay, it would have been more of a conversation. Um, complain about how the state of the Democrat and the bottom half in the early Republican, but it's always goes Democrat. Yes, noted. Um, normally, there's normally hard candies and coffee at these meetings. That's how many show up. There wasn't even any of that. There was punch. No, that was the Trump bus thing. The Trump bus thing fed us. Like, we went down and had lunch. It was kind of cool. There was nothing there, but like the next one's at a cafe. And so there'll be, there'll be dinner. They're going to have a dinner, but it costs. Still attend the meetings. Yeah, just go, just go. And if you are going to go and you're really nervous and you're going by yourself and you can't find anybody, reach out to me and I will go live and I will sit here live and you can have me on your phone while I'm live and I'll, I'll not talk. I'll just sit here with you and, and we can just encourage you through the comments. I know it's intimidating. I was nervous and I'm outgoing AF. Like I am, I am strong. I am outgoing. I am confident, but you can ask the people. Cause I went live right before I went in on Instagram. I'm like, man, I'm nervous. Like I'd one, I'd forgotten all about it because I thought it was on Thursday Two, There was like nobody there. And I saw like some, some cop looking people walking around and they were bringing in chairs. And I was like, I don't even know if I'm at the right thing. Cause I was expecting to be like this huge party. Kind of. Um, which means it will get done. Yeah, just let me know. And then if, like I said, if the night you're supposed to go, you're nervous, I'll go live. You can just tune into the live, turn the volume down. Even if I can't be like right there, I'll have people in the comments. They can talk you down. They can kind of talk to you about what's going on um, and just calm me down. I went live and then they were like, you need to stay live. But I couldn't because there was 
Because Grassley was there and there was Secret Service and it was weird. Um, I was nervous over the Secret Service. I'm like, why is there so many cops at this thing? Like, why is there Secret Service here? I thought maybe like Trump Jr. was going to show up, but it was Chuck Grassley. I mean, yeah, he's done a great job, but it's Chuck Grassley. I know I did. <laughs> uh, Savage Conservative says, hi, hi, Savage Conservative. So nerve-wracking. I'm not going to lie. I drank a beer before the first meeting I went to. Yeah, I was super nervous, too. I was like, do I need to dress up? Do I need to, like, do I need to put on real clothes? But people showed up. They were in jeans. They were just getting off of work. Or they had taken the night off. Like, they had to leave work early because they have these meetings at different times and different... They do it on purpose so that it's harder for people to attend. So it's harder for people to get involved. So it's harder for people to oppose what's going on. That's why they do it this way. The school board is the same thing. Muppet Farts, he follows me on Instagram. I'm driving and I can't find out where to write. Just all you got to do to find, if you want to really do this, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make you do some legwork. Google your county and then GOP. Call them and say, hey, I want to be a part of the committee meeting. Where do I go? When is the next meeting? How do I get involved? And they will let you know. Um, and if your county is blue or if your area is blue, just tell them, hey, I want to get involved. You know, I'm tell them you're an independent and that you're leaning one way or another. I mean, you may have to. I, I don't know if that's I don't know if you can do that. That's legal. It feels legal. You are facing a thing for my circumstances. Sorry, Harold, just rub it in. I appreciate your face. Trust me, they want you involved. The GOP wants you to get involved. They want you to get involved. They absolutely do. So this is, you need to email them. You need to call them. You need to say, hey, listen, tell them Shipwreck sent you. Say, hey, this social media, tell them Shipwreck and Texan sent you. These social media people were telling me that I need to get more involved in my local government if I want to make change. Can you help me? See you later, Amy. Um, and, and see what they say. Put the blame on us. I don't care. I don't blame. It's not blame, but you can put the responsibility back on us. Uh, I can't really tell you what county I'm from. That's kind of need to know basis. I'm not from Des Moines area. I can tell you that. Uh, how to follow what's happening in my area so there's no backstepping. There is. And so like Freedom Boys or Texan, he posted a website, which is really nice. And it is a good website. I'm going to have to pull it up. I'll do a video on it. Um, and they send you all these updates of what bills they're looking at and who's in charge and how to write them. The GOP needs some lessons on how to talk. The problem with it is, so Tomlin says the GOP needs some lessons on how to talk to every group they want to include. And Tomlin, you're absolutely right. The reason that they cannot talk to every group that they want to include is because they're all elder. They're all from a different generation that can't figure out mass email apps. Um, do you know what I'm saying? It, yeah. Like, but I, and I thought about this when I talked to Grassley, cause I'm like, listen, I want to do this and we're going to do this and I'm, and I'm going to do this now. How are you going to tell people that the voting, how are you going to tell people to go vote Republican when majority of people think that the voting system is flawed? We're going to say it that way is flawed. And he's like, well, it's only flawed in, in some areas and they're fixing that. And I'm like, you know what I'm asking you, and you're not going to, okay, can't go to urban Baltimore recruit. I'm just going to go to my local Republican office. Yes, so we don't have a local Republican office. We only have one during election time. 
And then not election time, they, they shut it down. And so I had to call a bunch of people because I didn't know, I knew where it was, but they're not there anymore. So if you don't, if you go there and they're not there anymore, you need to Google it, find it, call it. If you have problems finding it, I need you to look for it on your own first. But if you have problems finding it, reach out to me in some way, shape or form, and I will see what I can find out for you. It's flawed everywhere. Mustang Chris, you're exactly right. It's flawed everywhere. And that's what I was trying to say without saying it because I wanted a more definitive answer. And he kind of gave me a side eye, like, shut up. And I'm like, okay, I get you. I feel you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run for one of these seats. Maybe then we can. And I like Grassley a lot, but I think it, the whole thing was kind of strange. Um, I've never known. I know he was the pro temp war, but he's not anymore. So I never really understood why Secret Service had to be there with him. Um, I, I could see maybe like our local PD, you know what, being kind of involved. But I don't understand like the federal PD or the, the I, I think they were PD from like the federal. Um, customer service experience out of the Wahoo. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Good morning, Holly. I've already emailed with zero responses. And so the best way to do this, Lady Cherry Bomb, so if you're emailing people and you are, you're legit like taking the time to type out these emails and then when you reply, say, hey, I'm just following up to this email. I haven't heard anything back. If you're legit doing this and you can send me those copies of emails, okay, and you've done it over a couple weeks or a month or whatever and you're still not getting a response, that's where these bigger, that's where like I can use my platform a little bit more. I can blow RX racist up on the news. I can blow your local congressman up on the news. They may not favor you or me, but they will, at least people will see it. Um, and at the end of the day, I don't care who gets the credit for what. People just need to see that, hey, you know what? This local person has, has got a problem and they've been emailing and they're not getting an answer. And so I'm going to ask you in a very public way, what's going on? Maybe you'll answer me. Um, that's what we can do. GOP needs to find a way to speak to groups without pandering. Yeah, it can be a tricky balance. And it's probably because they're already in the seats that they're in. I guess I don't know. I don't know. I can I can point out obvious pandering, but sometimes it's hard. Uh, GOP, uh, oh my God, I got called a racist because I said, yeah, those are predominantly urban areas. Yeah, but that's done by design. They designed it that way. Yeah, that goes all the way back to like in history. And, and when you talk about there's reasons that it's that way and it's done by design and it's a Democrat thing. It was like Democrat senators and people that held Democrat seats in, in office that designed it to be that way. <clears throat> um, if you believe in Quell, you know why Grassley was guarded. Grassley couldn't even hear me. I was like, man. He sat next to me, though. I should have took a selfie. I should be like, Grassley, you want to take a selfie? Let's take a selfie. I should have stayed live. What's up, JL? It's good to see you. How are you? Welcome to the live. We're just ranting right now. We're talking about how people can get involved locally um, and who they need to call and how they need to do it and what it needs to look like and then what happens when they don't get a response after like a couple weeks. If, if they're not getting any kind of response, that's when I can use kind of my platform and we can make a video and we can send it out and we can make it very public. Uh, and I was excited to see. You're fine, Heather. It's not a huge deal. I'm just really, I got to be kind of careful with that kind of stuff. Um, my stuff's already out there once. I've already been doxxed once. And I just, I, I don't know. I'm just not in the mood to do it again, I guess. Um, having a dentist appointment today. My kids have a dentist appointment today. They do. Uh, sugar plum 
That's all right. There, we'll have to reschedule. And certain cities are mostly... <clears throat> Yay, I'm catching you live. You are catching me live. We're coming up on an hour, though. Um, so I'm probably going to have to wrap this up because I think I wanted to keep this one to kind of an hour and my little ticker is about to go off. Um, I can stay on after this, though, for a few minutes and talk if you guys want to, but my... What do you call it? My podcast is about to run out. Not change the subject. Did you guys notice the guy yesterday in court wasn't the real cop? So... Maybe. I don't know. I think Ray and I were... Was it Ray? Ray, were you and I talking about that? He just didn't... He, he looked, I don't know. Maybe he's gained quite a bit of weight. I, maybe. It just... It, that was a big mask, too, that he had on. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Doesn't mean that urban area... Yeah, it doesn't, though. I don't believe that. Urban areas are... Mr. Shipwreck grew up in an urban area in Las Vegas. So, I'm rebuilding my YouTube third time's a charm. Why are you rebuilding your... What happened the first two times? I got to be kind of careful on YouTube. You should do a podcast. You don't have to be so careful on a podcast. Honestly, he didn't look legit. It looked different. I, I would agree. Um, He looked different. He also didn't look phased. So, they were hand-in-hand in context no matter what the... Uh, what happened to your first two YouTubes? That's crazy. This is my first one. It wasn't you? I'm so glad I caught you live. I'm taking notes. I'm glad you caught me live too. We're going to wrap this up though because we're coming up on an hour. So, final thoughts. Here are my final thoughts. I don't really have any. Get involved at your local level. Or stop complaining about what's happening at your local level. I wasn't upset at all. And that surprised me. Yeah, he wasn't really. It was weird. Um, that thing was. And that's my final thought on that too. The whole thing was really strange. It just was. It was. It is what it is. I said what I said. Um, final thoughts. Get involved at your local level. If you really want to see things start to change. If you've got a mass mandate in your county. Then you need to find out how to go to these, com- these committee meetings or you need to find out how to go to your town meetings and you need to vote against it. And they are at weird hours and there's going to be a little bit of a sacrifice and you're going to feel uncomfortable, but you need to go. And you don't even need to go say anything the first time or the second time if you don't want to. Just sit in the back and learn. I love your face. and Yes, I love your face and you're very welcome about it, Texan. I appreciate you being here. Um, and I love you guys. Yeah, we got to start putting up or shutting up about it. It just is what it is. I love your guys' faces. I'm going to bounce out of here. Thanks for coming to the live. Thanks for coming to the podcast. Thanks to everybody. We will see you Friday night at 7 o'clock Central Standard Time. We're going to be live with Batty um, on our movement infrastructure outreach. Send me a DM, my guy. <clears throat> we need a ship and the Freedom Boys pod. I don't even know about that. Them boys. I watch their podcast. I felt like it's just I just sit there and just look at all of them in their shades and their Texas hats and just playing. I love your faces, you guys. We'll talk to you again soon. Thanks for being here. Bye. We nothing. Nothing. We still going. Are we still? I don't even know. Oh, it went good. Thank you for coming to the podcast. I appreciate you so much for being here. Um, and that's it. I don't have an ending to this. I really got to start working on that. Have a great Wednesday. Make some magic today and keep her moving.